Welcome into another episode of the WTH Podcast. Hello, my name is Nate. Welcome to the yard. Hey. To the yard. To the yard. Uh, not too bad. Warm, warm day, but not crazy. Hey, this is a nice day. That's coming. Crazy, Crazy's uh, coming back. Yeah. <sighs> but it's been a good fucking ride. Well. This, this summer, so, I mean, late spring, summer has been a nice fucking ride. Yes, yeah, it has. Yeah, it's been really, it's been really great. Most of last week was really great. We're gonna get another run of hundreds here, but I mean, it's summer in Sacramento. Yes, yeah, July. I yeah. mean, we've usually had like at least uh, like seven days of hundred degree week, like heat by now. I feel. Yes. Yeah, like, we had it, like three. Last year we did. No, no, no. We had three, well, three a couple weeks ago. No, I know, but it's. I guess I'm. Yes. yes yeah. Yeah. It's almost time for the state fair. So, of course, it's going to be the hottest time of the year. Oh, my God. Because thank, thanks to the great decision-making that moved it from, you know, around Labor Day to the middle of July. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I, apo- I want to apologize, first of all, uh, the lighting. Uh, Kareem is, uh, well, on the, on the YouTube broadcast, you look fine. Uh, the screen I'm looking at here, you look a little, a little dark, so... Uh, I I am a little dark. I know, but uh, the the lighting not exactly what I was what I was hoping for. It's all still a work in progress. We have uh, mm-hmm. we haven't been here in a couple of weeks. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Jason couldn't do Monday night. I can't do Tuesday night. So yeah, we took that week, and then um, we could have done the third of July. But uh, I didn't feel like doing it in a war zone, which is exactly what it sounded like around here. I didn't want to do a podcast full of explosions. That sounds right. Now, I can't rule out hearing one or two because I still hear a few every night, but not what we did a week ago. (laughs) That was a a little bit crazy and uh, not okay. So... Anywho, that's uh, that's why we've been away for a couple of weeks, but we're back. Uh, going to try to be here as frequently as we possibly can. Um, I, I might, might, I saw this at Costco yesterday, a, an industrial misting fan yeah. that uh, my problem with that is I can't get a lot of this gear wet. So a misting fan is a challenge. Uh, I don't really want to mist my laptop. No. Mm-hmm. That is uh, doing the live broadcast or the audio board that is uh, feeding the live broadcast. So we'll uh, <laughs> we'll have to. Uh, play, I heard, I heard Ocean Gate has some really uh, inexpensive waterproof. Sure. It's a, sure. <laughs> timely, timely joke. Um, so speaking of timely jokes, uh, I want to talk about it because we've been we send stuff back and forth to each other on Messenger all the time. And I was looking at stuff. Kareem said some really dark stuff this week. <laughs> and I just want to remind myself and the people listening, we're a comedy show. <laughs> we do talk about some serious shit from time to time. And we make fun of a lot of different things. But we're still a comedy show. Mm. And I just want to remind myself, first of all, to don't go down that road. <laughs> because nothing good is going to come of it. And if people are watching to have fun, then uh, they're not going to be having fun when we do that. So, yeah. all right, the YouTube works. I'm just going to turn off the outdoor TV. By the way, an outdoor TV is fucking great. <laughs> it really is. And it, I know that when you think outdoor TV, you think, oh, those must be expensive. Well, this used to be the indoor TV. <laughs> so 
it wasn't expensive because uh, it was it was coming down off the wall anyway. So right. yeah, just put it on, just swapped it with one of the ones from the office that was uh, newer and nicer, and uh, this lovely Sony Bravia with the very thick bezels is now the outdoor TV. So it's beautiful, yeah, it's perfect. And with the with the mesh Wi-Fi that we have, uh, can stream everything just like just like we're streaming the show wirelessly now through the internet. We can sit out here and just chill out and watch TV. And yeah, I put together a patio set yesterday, and uh, you were giving me some ideas. There's so many things you can do. Now, like this, we I wheel it and put it away. Um, but a lot of people just you know put it where it's undercover, especially if it's a back patio. Yeah, like and our back patio has is covered. It's it has yeah. a roof. So I mean that you can just put it on any any wall mount. You can go to yeah. go to Harbor Freight and get a twelve dollar one if you like. Yeah, yeah. my uh, my yeah my dad's house we had uh, we had an outside TV which you know was my backyard was his backyard because I was living in the pool house in my thirties. <laughs> <laughs> but and I still drank at the Kato time. Casey over uh, here. But yeah. uh, we did have a. Like the thing is, like he had kegs out there, so there's like a keg of Bud, uh, Bud Light, and then usually some type of other. Anyhow, full bar. I, I was ridiculous. It was really easy to be an alcoholic there, and then you could watch outdoor TV. Yeah, like we're talking yeah. about. Is, isn't it? Fu- <laughs> it's, you know, I thought it was going to be cool. It's cooler than I thought, and yeah. and it's kind of a pain in the ass here because it's, I still have the small office casters on the cart, which I'm going to replace. Yeah. Um. So to wheel it back and lock it in the shed and wheel it out. It's kind of a pain in the ass because I got to run an extension cord. I got to wheel it in the backyard. I got to take it out of the thing. Worth it. Absolutely fucking worth it to just be able to come out and chill out, especially on a nice evening. Yeah. Um, Or even an afternoon. Like if the kids go down for a nap or something like that and I want to work, like I can come out here in the yard and work on my laptop and do what I need to do. And it's, it's, really kind of cool to have that option to do that so um highly highly recommend um so while we're away jason i have to ask uh how how you been what's been going on in your world (laughs) oh man everything um everything's been going pretty well you know for the most part um you know a couple uh uh some crazy adventures that i had uh last um last monday I rode my um, our new electric bike mm-hmm. um, to my um, my doctor's appointments, which are off of like over by Arden with my kids. Right, I would use all these back, you know, the 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 bike paths and stuff like that. Um, I got a flat <laughs> coming back. Oh no! And I ran out of battery. <laughs> <laughs> so you had a flat tire and you had to pedal. Uh, and two kids oh. on the back of the bike. So that is we, no fun. So we we how much we, weed did you smoke that morning? <laughs> none, bro. Like none. Like it was not. No, none. It was not, like why? Like how is it? Like what? no. Like so coming back. Like um. So I had twenty two percent battery, which is more than enough to get to where we were going to come back. Right. That should have been more than enough. Um, but I'm pretty sure that what happened is that the tire started getting flat like halfway there you know what i mean um so the battery had to do a lot more work as we were going right 
Um, because I noticed it started draining fast. I was like, whoa. Like, it went from 10% to, like, 4% very quickly all of a sudden. And then I was like, it's getting it's really hard to pedal right now. Um, and my daughter's like, why, as always, fucking roasting me, like, fucking, like, why are you going so slow, daddy? Like, kid, I'm going fucking seven miles an hour on a flat fucking tire. The fuck out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, I ended up having to walk the bike all the way from uh, where the bridge is on J Street, uh, right? Where, well, from Sac State. Yeah. From the Sac State sign. Yep. From there all the way to my house. That's a, that's a good that, couple miles. That's a good walk. <laughs> With my kids. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, man. It only took me an hour and a half to do because I just fucking did it. But, like, my daughter, CJ walked almost the whole thing. Alma walked a lot of it, but CJ's a fucking trooper. Like, tried to push it, like, help me out a little bit. At first, she was crying. I was like, I'm not going to do this. I was like, kid, you got to buck up and do it because it, it's happening. I don't want to do it either, but we got to fucking go. Um. <laughs> yeah, there's no Uber to call in that situation. No, I could unless you want to like lock up the bike on the side of the road. And actually, was it was it month? It could have been that it was. Yeah, it's anyhow. Like Chris was busy at work, so when I called Chris that like that I needed fucking help, she was like, "I like I'm in the middle of a hearing." Like you should have called me, man. No, uh, I I was my uh, office is two minutes from there. I that's true. I and, didn't, I, and I probably had the Rav Ford, the drove the Rav Ford to work. I like didn't that. listen, man. I didn't know necessarily what to do with anything. Like I, I didn't think I, all, I couldn't think of anybody that had a truck that that could help me out. The Rav Four, if I would have thought about the Rav Four, maybe. But like, anyhow, so yeah, that was at, crazy. At, at least, <laughs> at least he could have taken the bike, and then yeah. you could have Ubered home. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we could. I could have figured it out, but yeah. So anyhow, or if I had the car, I could have went but, and got something for you to fill the fix the tire. No, I see. I walked it over to East Sac Bike, which is like over, like one block over, because uh, Napolitos is right over there, right? Yeah. They don't handle electric bikes. They don't have the right tire size, size tire. The the fills the air, air fill stuff they have is not the correct stuff. He filled up the tire. I got like three blocks from there before the tire was fucking flat again. Like, it's one of those things where. I was just so I just put, but I think it grew character with CJ. You know, I it made me also. Good. I mean, it was good. I think it was an all around good experience. Uh, that's the way I'm going to choose to remember it. There you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it allowed me to like not do anything for the rest of the day. Like I felt like I was like, kids, you can watch TV the rest of the fucking day. And I'm going <laughs> to sit back and I'm not going to be fucking shit. We're ordering pizza tonight. <laughs> I'm pro- surprised they weren't asleep by the time you got home oh, or right uh, after you got home. Yeah. Alma, yeah, Alma might might have almost fallen asleep. Um, so that was it. And then somebody drove through my electric gate like on Thursday, <laughs> trying to run somebody else over, uh, allegedly. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm dealing with that. I had to deal with that also. Um, but honestly, all that shit like is not that bad. And honestly, like the the gate thing, I'm gonna get a brand new gate. I'm gonna get a brand new system that's like really. Um, that's really uh, updated and like has all the safeguards that might like my kid could have gotten squeezed in between, you know, and been killed. It was the old kid squeezer game model. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a, a kid kill one thousand. Um, <laughs> yeah. By the, by the way, anybody who's watching, uh, the sun is setting uh, right over there, so I'm I'm like super bright on this side of my face, and there's literally nothing I can do about it. <laughs> you guys are good. You're in the shade. And you will be in the shade, but uh, yeah. All of a sudden, I look over and I go, "Wow, that's uh, that's something to think about." Look, we're out in the yard. We're out in the yard. Bro. We're out in the yard. That's where we're going to be, <clears throat> rain or shine. Yep, keeping it one hundred. 
<laughs> whether it's a hundred or not, or whether it's a hundred, <clears throat> we're going to be keeping it a hundred out in out in the yard. Um, which I don't mind. I like doing the show outside. I really yeah. do. Um, it 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 was one of those things where I was, you know people were like, "Are you sure you're going to go?" Yes, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We're not digging ditches out here. We're doing a podcast. Exactly. You know? We're doing a podcast. And right now, as we've started the show, it's just before eight p.m. And a little bit of breeze just came through. Yeah, and you can smell somebody cooking some some yep. meat and some some tortillas. It's nice, good. Yeah. So it's all it's all good. Kareem, how have you been? What's been going on with you? Oh God. Um, let me see. Emergency room. Oh, oh well, that I have an emergency room story too. So yeah. do tell. So um, Barbara, my other half, she um. Called me from work like uh, two Tuesdays ago, and she was like, "My stomach is hurting, and I feel like if I'm gonna, I'm afraid to drive because I'm afraid I'm gonna pass out." Like, okay, so I leave work to go get her, and you said, "I'm at a hearing." No, <laughs> I said, "I am on my way. Stay where you are." So I get to her office. I see her car. I see her windows rolled down. So I look in her car. I don't see her. She's laying in the back seat in a ball. Oh, that's not good. That is not good. So I'm like, okay. Uh, she gets out of the car, and that's how I find her. And she's, I said, okay, so we're going to the emergency room, right? No. I'm going to go home and lay down. You sure about that? Like, yeah, I just want to go lay down. Okay. All right. So we go home. Wednesday morning comes up, comes. I'm like, uh, I can work from home today. Oh no, just go to work. You sure? Yeah, I feel better today. Okay. I get to work. My boss, whose appendix exploded on him last year, mm-hmm. said, Hey, you probably should go back home. And I was like, Yeah, that's the feeling I got. So by the time I called her to be like, I'm on my way back home, she was calling me to tell me to come back and get her because <laughs> her pain was worse. And you said, I'm in a hearing. hi chris so so i go get her this time we go to urgent care urgent care does some tests but they tell us that we probably should go over to the er they give us a piece of paper that's supposed to move us up in the line Mm -hmm. piece of paper didn't do shit was this the sutter er downtown it was the sutter er in roseville Oh, okay. Well, good Good to know that there's no difference in Sutter Care anywhere. Right. <laughs> so we're in the emergency room. I do not know why they call it to the emergency room because they treat nobody like anything that's going on is a fucking emergency. Look, things are chill in Roseville. Man, there was a dude that came in who had dislocated his shoulder. That's not, a, that's not an emergency. It's not an emergency, but it's an easy fix or it's an easy split doesn't matter so they let this muff, this dude sit there for like four hours shoulder just hanging well four hours that's nothing four four hours is a short trip to the one downtown oh, no, no, no 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 they didn't fix it after four <laughs> hours they just gave him a sling to hold it up there you go yes a dislocated shoulder i know i've had one it takes you two seconds to pop it back in place you could have did a sling, and then you could have did x-rays after the fact. Simple. But anyway, we were in the emergency room for 10 hours before they finally put us in a room. 
And then they gave us some of the test results from what was going on with her. And then, go ahead. Yeah. I will tell anybody who works with virtually any uh, medical system, Sutter in particular, uh, get the My Health app if they if they offer it through them. Uh, and here UC Davis and, and uh, Sutter both do. Because you will get the test results at the same time as they get them, the doctor would get them, except you're actually going to look at them yeah. long before the doctor ever will. <laughs> so it, it does make, it does make things go by really quickly because uh, you'll, you'll get, you get a notification going, oh, your test results are back and you can start looking and go, nope, not that, not that, not that. So, you know, oh, I can relax a little bit or I need to go rattle some fucking cages around here. Well, at 10 hours, they still didn't know what the fuck was wrong. Uh-huh. They had an idea. They didn't know. Sure. So two hours later, the doctor comes and says, okay, um, this is what's going on. We can either send you back home or we can do surgery. Hmm. <laughs> so, this was, is tw- was it- so now we're 12 hours into oh. this ordeal. And... He's like, well, if we send you home, you're going to have to keep coming back. So we was like, just we just do the surgery. Right. Turns out we made the right decision because if we hadn't done the surgery, she could have died. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have much uh, good, except for the fact that now she feels better. That she's, she's still with us. That's the only good thing I can say about the right. experience. And the fact that it. You know, this the surgery made things go better, right? Smoother, but uh, yeah, 14 hours. Oh, and uh, last thing if you are a security guard, okay, or a police officer, Uh whichever one, sure, uh, learn how to read the fucking room, (laughs) know where you're at. If you are working in the hospital, know what part of the hospital that you're in. Before you start fucking with people, because I'm out waiting outside of the surgery or the room where they, they bring you out for sur- after surgery. Post op, post op. So nurse takes we we walk up together for the surgery. Nurse takes her in, comes back, says, "Hey, you can either wait on these benches right here, you can wait around here, or you can wait in the break room." Break room and around here didn't have any seats that I could lay down in. Right. And at this point, it is 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and you've been there forever. And I've been there forever. So I find a nice bench I can lay down on. The, or, the I'm going to say this. The orderlies and the nurses were great. Because one orderly was like, hey, you can lay on this table right here. And a nurse gave me a pillow and a blanket. Nice. This asshole of a security guard <laughs> comes and wakes me up. And he treated me. He hit and it wasn't even that he woke me up. That is, he woke me up, and he was like, "Do you even have a visitor's pass?" And I'm just looking at him like, "Here's the visitor's pass." And one, two, you know, I'm asleep. That's the other part. I have the visitor's pass, but the other part, I'm like, "Motherfucker, who do you think gave me the blanket and the pillow?" If I'm not supposed to be here. Well, to be fair, if you go to the Sutter downtown, <laughs> there's a lot of people wandering around with blankets and pillows. I was in Roseville. I, I understand, but you don't know that they might have had a, a security guard that moved out. Because the one downtown, their primary function is to keep the unhoused population from causing too much of a ruckus. 
I understand that, which is why I didn't throw him down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And this is why he didn't get an ass whooping that night. Is because I was like, dude. <laughs> at, I'm like, and I was like, look, at this point, I've been here for 14 hours. Um, I understand you're trying to do your job, but this isn't it. Like, this isn't the hill you want to die on tonight. Right? Fuck off, dude. Yeah. Like, because you might literally die on this hill tonight. <laughs> so, and luckily, the doctor came walking up as he was walking away. But it was kind of like, read the room, dude. Like, know where you are in the hospital. Yeah. You know, like, I'm waiting outside the door where people come out of surgery. So if I tell you, and it, that was the other part of it was, I was like, look, I said, my wife is in surgery. The guy told me to wait here. That should have been the end of the conversation. Mm-hmm. That, you know, and then the next morning when I went back to pick her up, I was talking to the security guard at the front desk, and I was like, hey, man, thank you for being cool. I was like, instead of that asshole that I was dealing with last night. And he knew exactly who the fuck I was talking about. Of course. Everybody knows who the asshole is. Right? Because <laughs> yeah. if you don't know who the asshole is, <laughs> it's you. It's, yeah, like, exactly. It's you. Not the guy in the helicopter that's ruining our show. Yes. Yeah. I was like, you're about to, I'm about to go to jail. So I'm about <laughs> to fuck this security guard up, and then we're going to sue Sutter I, for just, bad security. I want to give you guys both just like a, a, a life hack. For uh-huh. the uh, the hospital, all right. Sure. This is how I always get service within like thirty minutes of getting into the emergency room. Okay. All right. Go in there and say you have severe asthma. <laughs> sure. You're having a hard time breathing, uh, and you 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 you've been like this for the 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 whole day. Dude. All right. So I- you, you say that. No, I, I get like they will see you within like. 30 minutes. And then when you get in there and they like, they're like, start when they do the triage, because they'll, they'll check you when they do that triage. They always do that. They always do that pretty quick. So maybe that's how they, they feed it out, figure it out. But then that's where you say, I got so, you. You know, I'm going to tell you how this bullshit. I took my godson to the emergency room maybe two months ago. He had had six seizures that morning. You know when they took him in, in, the, in back in the back? When he was having seizure number seven. Yeah. That was when they moved on him. We had been standing there for like four hours. Yeah. So in the middle of seizure number seven, then they were like, oh, shit, we need to take him to the back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so glad to hear that she's, yeah, I'm glad that she's okay. better. Yes. You've got your rest back, so that's good. Um, I got to go to the emergency room. Um, our daughter, Sam, uh, was spiking a fever of... She was she was starting to have a fever, so I gave her gave her some Tylenol, you stuff you always do, and she woke up in the middle of the night, like two thirty, and she came into our room, said she didn't feel good, and so uh, my wife feels she feels hot, so I took her temperature, hundred and two, uh, hundred and three point five. Holy shit, Batman! And uh, so I go and give her some more medicine because it's been about six hours at that point because she went to bed. And Leslie, of course, is on her phone, uh, Dr. Google. Um, and she's like, uh, they say at 103, you should go to the emergency room. And I said, all right, I'll bring her to the emergency room. So I got dressed at a little before 3 a.m. and drove to the emergency room. Now, I will say this. I, I've, I've said some things about Sutter, and I stand by all of them. But the 
Sutter ER downtown, if you've got a little kid, they have a pediatric ER that's just for the kids. So you go in, you say, hey, we're here for this. They send you over to the pediatric ER, which is, I've been there twice. Once when she was about six months old and fell off the bed. And this past week. And it's always quiet. It's always quiet. Middle of the night, middle of the morning, middle of the day. They keep it relatively quiet. Um, And they keep you sectioned off from the crazies that are around there. Um, We, uh, they did a full, full workup. Doctor came in and said, she probably has a virus that caused this, but so she starts examining her and she goes, oh, my tummy hurts, which is normal. You got that. And then of course she says, well, does it hurt when you go pee? And Sam, I don't know if she understood or not, said yes. Well, she's never said that in an, or given any indication that that's the case. But then the doctor says, well, we should really do. Oh, no, this is the worst thing. We should really do a test. So we're going to need a urine sample. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um, Did she do it? Did she go pee? <laughs> we'll get there. OK. Eventually. Um, so we we start out, we go, okay. Now I made the mistake of having her go before we went yes. to the ER because that's just what you do when you got kids. You go, hey, let's go, we'll go, blah, 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 blah. Because you don't know how long you're gonna be there, you know what's going on. Anyway. So we go into the go into the restroom and um I said, Can you try? And she goes, No. And I said, Come on, why don't you give it a try? And she goes over and the toilet is an automatic flush, which scares her. The automatic flush toilet scares her. So she's now afraid of the toilet. Um, anyway. <laughs> so I come out, I go, we can't do anything. Uh, so we take the plastic cowboy hat and uh, the sample cup and we go, they say, go wait in the waiting room. There's a restroom right off the waiting room. Uh, try and do it. So we got in there at three. By 3.30, we had been seen by a doctor, and the first test had happened. Uh, I got a post-it note from the nurse's station, because if you cover, uh, pro tip, if you cover the sensor on one of the automatic flushing toilets with a post-it note, it will not flush. So there's no reason to be afraid of the automatic flushing toilet. Or if you're somebody who just goes in there and leans a little bit, and then you get the uh, angry flush... That, oh, you, yeah. that you don't want, post-it note. That'll solve the problem. Um, <laughs> so I always keep five of them with me. So that's 3.30-ish. At 6.05, we finally got, after five or six trips to the bathroom, we finally got a sample. She sat there, and you, you could hear it starting. She goes, <gasps> and I said, yes! So excited. Um, so I get the thing up, go, let them know we've got one. And they're like, okay, it should be about 30 minutes to process. One hour later, (laughs) by the way, I already know what the results are because I have the, my health app. (laughs) So I've seen all the results. I know that she has a virus. I know what the virus is. I know that she's negative for COVID. She's negative for all the influenzas. Her urine is fine. So I know what the situation is. Um, So they say, and basically they tell me, alternate between Motrin and Tylenol. Uh, So that was Tuesday. Uh, Friday, it wasn't better. If if she was off 
one of those medicines for five hours, she would spike up to 102. Oh, damn. So basically an hour after it wore off, she would spike a fever. So we went back to the doctor. Um, doctor said, well, yeah, this is, this is the virus. Keep doing what you're doing. We'll make a follow-up appointment on Tuesday, which would be tomorrow as we're recording this. Um, Saturday, she started to get a little better, and we started spacing everything out further. And so at this point, she's fine. She has been maintaining a regular temperature for uh, a couple of days now, so no more fevers. But yeah. And of course, my wife is is asking, as women want to do, how long are we supposed to keep her on this? Well, the answer is until she can not spike a fever without it. She said, well, we can't keep her on it forever. I said, yes, I know, but I've been to the ER. I've been to the doctor. This is what they've said to do. There's nothing else to do. Unless you want to go old school and throw her in an ice bath and with some leeches. I don't, I don't know another solution for this. I don't want to be have her on this medication forever either, but it's keeping her from spiking a temperature. Like literally if, if we would go like I, I gave her a dose at like 11, I woke her up at 1130 at night to give her one. And by 630 in the morning, she was up to almost 103. Ooh. Oh yeah. So these are our options. There, there is not another option where I go, oh, well, I guess I'll do this. Well, we could go back to the doctor. Ask what? I've been, I've asked. Thankfully, Leslie was able to go with me on Friday so she could see that, in fact, I'm not a moron. <laughs> Why do they think we're morons? That is the same feeling I had while we were waiting in the emergency room. Why? Why? she wanted to leave. And I was like, no. Especially once I figured out where the pain was. I was like, we're not fucking with that. Right? Right? Like, we you know, like you could have died. Oh, what? <laughs> Just we're talking about all that, like oh my, my fucking Alma. Like, I, what was this like? This was like three weeks ago, like four weeks ago, maybe. She was having some tummy pain, mm -hmm. like, and it was like in the morning, like, like all of a sudden, like at eleven thirty in the morning, like she wanted to go to sleep, like she wanted to, like her tummy hurt and she wanted to go to bed. And I was like, this is weird. Uh, so. Went and let her do that, um, but her tummy got hurting. Started hurting more. Then she tried. I tried to get her to like sit up, and she couldn't sit up because it hurt so bad. And like she walked, she couldn't walk. It hurt so bad. And oh, it damn. was like David Lubin rocks night for CJ's school. So oh yeah, so this was like yeah, last week of June, like first week of June. Um, I was so fucking worried, right? I called the, the advice nurse. You know, what's going on? What's what? They're like pulse ox is fine. Everything just like it. it it's not her. You. It's not her appendix because what you're saying the area is. It's not an appendix on a child. Right. I was like, okay. And she's like, it's probably just gas or something. Don't worry about it. Like, it just keep keep an eye on it. But and I was like, but she can't. Wait. She's like, yeah. I mean, just wait. Well, she got up. I got her to drink some water. She farted. <laughs> <laughs> and I was and she farted and then she pooped and she was fine. But my fucking god, man, I was. Like the last couple of times, like that she's been sick or something, like it, I just get so fucking freaked out about shit with her, like over fucking like, oh my god, man, like shit like that, like just just a fucking just some gas, but the way she's like, it, she's not weak, you know what I mean? Like when she like she could barely walk, it was fucking painful. 
Yeah, but I'm like, you're. I go to pick you up, and you're balled up in the back seat of your car. Oh yeah, right. right. <laughs> the fuck. Uh, and the thing, let's just go home. Let's I'll just watch, go home. I watch some murder docs and call it a night. Yeah. And like my my uh, our CFO, uh, she had told me. She said I did the same. She she had told me the story beforehand. She's like, yeah. She's like, uh, when I had my issue, my husband was like, let's go to the doctor. And I was like, oh no, I'm fine. I'm going to work. It was like, no, we're going to the doctor. Now I will say this: when I had the kidney stones really bad in February. And I went to the ER. I was when when Leslie said, "Do you need to go to the ER?" I was I was like, because I didn't want to go. And I'm like, "Fuck yes, yes, we do need to go." Yeah. Um, was that all the way back in February? It was in February. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here! I had what's two, been- I had two different kidney procedures in uh, March. Yeah, two in March. Okay. Yeah. But still, that's so fuck. I mean, time does not fucking is not a reality for me. Anymore. It's a construct. It's like it's no. fucking it's fucked up for me right yeah. now. No, no, I totally get it. Uh, the second time, just before my final appointment with her, I had a very similar pain on the other side. And <laughs> Leslie's like, do you need to go to the emergency room? And I go, no, no, because I know what this is. I know exactly what this is. I know exactly what they're going to do. And I'm going to lay here on a heating pad, and and uh, take take some uh, take some ibuprofen, and I had some other pills left over. I said I'm going to take this, and I'm going to lay here on the heating pad, and we'll see it, we'll see if it passes. We'll see if if the the and it, it it did. You know, a few hours I fell asleep on the heating pad. A few hours later, I woke up. I felt fine, and it was the exact same type of pain. Yeah. So I don't know if I passed the stone. Down into my bladder because I didn't go to the bathroom. I don't know if it just made its way out into my bladder, and from there I was like, "Oh, hey, it's not causing me any pain anymore. I'm good." Um, and clearly, it wasn't as big as the other one because the other one was not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but same type of pain, so I knew exactly what it was. Yeah, but so you knew what it was, right? It, had, it wasn't it wasn't a mystery. She had no clue, right? And yeah. I was like, you called me and said that you were going to, you you didn't want to drive because you were in so much pain, you were afraid you were going to pass out. Right. And again, I find you in a ball in the back seat of your car. Uh-huh. Where else are we going to go? Oh, man. <laughs> you know, and it's like a, it's like a no-win fucking situation, right? Because, like, if if, some, if it was fine, like, like, she didn't need anything, she would have told you. Yeah. <laughs> look, and look, wait, 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 wait. And it's not that she got in my car and she sat up straight. No, she lay down in a ball in the backseat of my car. <laughs> you go, look, if I get pulled over, there's going to be trouble. I'm a black man driving around with a white wait, woman wait, wait. curled up back there. going to think I'm kidnapping you. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I'm fine. <laughs> I just want to go lay down. Oh, oh boy. boy. You're killing me. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of killing things, uh, Twitter. <laughs> is it on its last legs? We don't know. Uh, it apparently loses half of its value about every uh, eight weeks. Yes. Uh, so it's it's on its way. It's still worth a lot, but nowhere near what Elon Musk paid for it. Um, and this past week, last Wednesday night, Mark Zuckerberg launched Threads, yes. which by Monday had 100 million users. <laughs> The fastest in the history of uh, in a, of an app. Right. And here's why. 
they made it so easy. Yeah. So easy. Literally two clicks. Download the app. Log into your Instagram. Do you want to move your Instagram profile over? Yes. That yeah. was it. That was it. And then it's just like, it was just like this big uh, party line place for for a while. And then you can start following people and blah blah, blah and figuring out whatever it's going to be. Uh, and it's still it's still a wide open thing. Obviously, it's less than a week old as we're recording this. Um, the one thing I have not seen is a lot of uh, right wing nut jobs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I did see Tommy Laren uh, ask ask a stupid question. Uh, are we going to be censored here too? You know, she could have just stayed on, uh, was it Truth Social? Yeah, whatever. You know what she could do? Shut the fuck up. She yes. could fuck right off. Right? She can sit on this. Has anyone ever referred to you as a punk-ass motherfucker? <laughs> you are a punk-ass motherfucker. Yes. 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 Tommy Laren. Get off of there. Um, I, I'm, I'm getting a little traction with, uh, <laughs> I took down Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Wendy's post about uh, there's billionaires fighting over where they post their cheeseburger jokes, <laughs> and uh, my my response to it. Uh, well, let me let me find. It. I want to make sure I, I quote myself properly because it's brilliant. <laughs> you said, "Yeah, I remember what you said." <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Um, Oh, I have to I have to scroll up. Um, I, I said Burger King posts their burger jokes up on the menu board, <laughs> which which is uh, oh. <laughs> right. And then then somebody replied the disrespect. So I made this graphic here, which which is De'Aaron Fox dunking <laughs> on the Lakers, and I put me on on De'Aaron Fox's back and uh, the Burger King logo. On, on the Lakers. <laughs> so that's that's what's happening over on threads. Uh, you can follow me at Nate underscore darling. It's the same as my Instagram handle. Um, that's also where I found out about Elon Musk being all butthurt about, about uh, what's going on because uh, he... he uh, Poor little rich boy. Yeah. Yeah, he... <laughs> let's see. Yep. Uh, God, rich bitch. Godless mom posts. This man thought about this for seven hours and came back to post this. So the first post, uh, he posted, "Zuck is a cuck." <laughs> <laughs> He's taking his uh, his rhymes from Trump now, huh? That's a straight like, up Trumpism. Wow, a uh, Trump joke. So so seven hours later, he posts, "I propose a literal dick measuring contest." What? I was puzzled, too. So I replied, is he proposing they have a contest where they measure a variety of dicks? Is it just quantity of dicks they measure, or will they be checked for accuracy of every dick measurement to determine the winner? Literal confusion. Who's officiating this? Joe Rogan? Wow. <laughs> Again, uh, follow me on threads for more <laughs> more sassy content. Uh <laughs> I also took on CBS 13 uh, as uh, uh, CBS, CBS Sacramento said, Hi, Threads friends. Threads in parentheses. What are your plans for what's shaping up to be a beautiful Saturday night? And then uh, someone who works there named Ashley said, We're definitely making Threads a thing. Um, I, I couldn't let that stand. 
And I, I, I reposted it saying they're trying to make fetch a thing with, with the clip from Mean Girls. So, oh. Ouch. Again, follow me for all your sassy content on threads. As a thread of yours. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all on threads right now. I don't, have you guys posted anything? I haven't posted anything. Mm, oh, they haven't posted anything yet. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. It's, you can't DM. There's no like easy way to post a GIF or a, an image. You have to upload it from your phone. So there's no, like, you know, with Facebook and Twitter, you, you yeah. click GIF at the bottom and it's like, oh, here's, I can search for through millions of them. No, I got, you got to work a little bit. Um, but worth it. Worth it to just uh, not have. Well, and then, and he, and good old Zuck the Cuck uh, <laughs> uh, did make some like pro- like promises, like hey, the things will be changed and updated very quickly. You know, this is gotten. It, it's crazy. essentially a beta launch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like we, the, he couldn't believe how much they got necessarily so quickly. Like, and it's not because people like Mark Zuckerberg. No, it's that no. they don't like Twitter. <laughs> they they fucking hate Elon Musk and what he's done to Twitter. Oh my god, yeah. the. Yeah, random fucking uh, right wing nuts that I get on Twitter. Oh, it's crazy! It's it nuts. is ridiculous. I'm like, how the fuck is these people in my for you feed? This is yeah. not for me. No, no, no I, yeah, I was getting to some fucking guy like definite MAGA fuck face, like t- definitely a fucking cuck. <laughs> um, like that motherfucker, like. All of a sudden, he is a news person that I'm getting information from, and like it's always like, um, you know, like some important, you know, important thing, you know, emergency. Like I don't even want to really say his name, but Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, that that guy. That dude. I keep getting advertisements and other shit from him, and I'm like, why the fuck am I? I don't want to. I don't want anything from this dude. Uh, These motherfuckers does, doesn't matter. Um, like I canceled the e- I canceled the 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 uh, I what is it? I blocked the ads and I'm still seeing stuff about it. Yeah, that that's because that feature doesn't actually work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I I did the same thing to the person. Yeah. A lot of stuff is fo- like even on the following part of Twitter, I'm seeing stuff. It's like anything that I might be tangentially following like if somebody retweets it or if somebody likes it i'll see it in my fault i'm like no no that is not how it works let's uh, quickly go to my for you feed uh okay that's somebody i follow Uh, let's see okay follow him i don't know who this is oh here's one that i got because justin lair commented on it i don't need to see things that everybody i follow comments on don't need it. Don't want it. Don't need it at all. But yeah, that's why. Uh, and and I'm sick of seeing Marsha Blackburn, who may <laughs> in fact be the dumbest member of Congress, which is saying a lot. And she's in the Senate. Uh, maybe they finally removed this person that I kept getting in my, my fucking feed. <laughs> she she posts a, she posts a poll. What what do you think the biggest threat to the U.S. At present, what do you think is the biggest threat to the U.S. at present? And the options are climate change, China, and inflation. It's like, no, fool, it's Donald Trump. <laughs> so I'm getting Lauren Boebert. Sure you are. 
play Travis. Uh-huh. That guy's an idiot. Uh, that's James Cooper. Jim Stewartson. Don't know him. Uh, and it, it's just crazy. Oh, so and then there's a Wall Street Journal article talking about Disneyland. Sure, is collapsing. I, I think it'll be okay. Disneyland or World is they say, one of them. said it's like at an all-time low at Disney or World. Low. From what I've heard, Disney World is. Is that that is Florida? Yeah. Oh yeah. Then there you go. That's your answer right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, scrolling through Twitter, Keith Olbermann has uh, has uh, retweeted Cornell West and told him to fuck off. Thank you, Keith Olbermann. <laughs> right. <laughs> I told him that during um, Barack Obama's presidency. Yeah. Which, if you know me, you you know that was kind of hard to do because at one point that was one of my heroes. Right. But I don't have any he, patience for fools. He sounds as crazy as his hair now. He, What's he saying that's crazy now? What's his? Well, he's running. He's running for president. For president. And really, what I think what he's upset was he thought that he was going to get a position in Obama's cabinet, or he was going to have more sway with him than he he did. Well, Obama was smart enough to know who wasn't s- smart enough to be in those positions. Exactly. Because just because you are smart about one thing does not mean you should be doing something else. Just just to remind people, Barack Obama was a Harvard, not only a Harvard graduate, he was a was it the 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 person in charge of the law review, mm-hmm. and he was a professor of constitutional law. Law, yeah. Not many more people in the world smarter than that person. Possibly his wife. Possibly his wife. Possibly his wife. But not. I said not many more. Right. Just so y'all, just so you understand. Right. There's not that many more people that are smarter than this dude. He knew when someone wasn't the real thing. Right. To do the job that needed to be done. And he did get rid of people when when that became evident. If you bring somebody in. Yes. And there were people he inherited. He warned Trump about Michael Flynn. Yep. Said, you stay away from him. He is trouble. And again, I would just want to remind people, it, the the people that are looking for dirt on Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the second most vetted person to ever serve in our government, because Barack Obama was not going to put anybody in this staff that would get cause him any trouble. Right. Because they were looking. Oh yeah. They were making shit up. They were making shit up. They were looking. There is no Joe Biden dirtzer secret. Obama has dug that ditch as as he has mined everything about Joe Biden mm. that you could. Just so you know, because he knew that as a black man and the first black president that white people would find, look for any and everything that they could to get whoever out and to throw dirt on his name. Yeah, and they, they spent... Pretty much the entire, the entire time going after Hillary Clinton. Right. Mm-mm. No um, troubles. Oh, I have breaking news from from Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Oh fuck this! <laughs> he tweets. For say, somebody that's a Democrat, I fucking hate that. Thankfully, fucker. thankfully, um, and this is the thing to do: you don't retweet nonsense. You screen grab it. Um, he uh, he tweeted. Dennis Kucinich and I spent a wonderful evening with one of our country's most influential and outspoken civil rights leaders at Ice Cube. 
Fuck um, that guy too. Yeah. <laughs> is when did Ice Cube become a civil rights leader? Ice Cube was never a civil rights leader. <laughs> right? I, I, look, here and uh, <laughs> let's get one thing straight. <laughs> Ice Cube was a gangster rapper. Uh-huh. That is his claim to fame. Uh-huh. He went from gangster rapper to Disney star. Uh-huh. And nothing in between. Correct. Ice Cube has not led a movement. Mm-mm. Ice Cube has not been out in the streets. I don't even know if Ice Cube has ever voted. Well, Ice Cube has definitely had a lot of bowel movements, so He's, that's pretty yes. much Yes. Just so we're clear. <laughs> right. He, he, he did a song called Fuck the Police that everybody loved. Because every, well, people wanted to say every, everybody didn't. Well, not love everybody. It. I re- but I recall very clearly there were a lot, a lot of people of police, who didn't care for there it. There were a lot of white people that didn't like it. <laughs> but there, that that is his claim to fame. Uh huh. He has not led any movement. Listen, he's not a he, he's not a cultural he's a, he's a cultural icon because he was one of the first people involved in gangster rap. That's but, it. He has not led any movements. He has, and he made a successful transfer to making Disney films. Making make Disney films. <laughs> I he has will, not done anything for the community. Listen, I am never going to get over the fact that Ice Cube allowed himself to do a commercial for Coors Light, where he was bested by a can of of watery beer. Yes, because he cause look it up. There's what? an Ice Cube Coors Light commercial where he is literally in a battle of wits. Yes. With a can of Coors Light, and loses, and he went. You know what? Give me that. Give me that fat stack of cash. Wait, have you heard him? Have you like so? I mean, you've heard of the new trip that he's on, right? Like he he he, he did this like cryptic tweet out talking about gatekeepers and right. like and, and like a bunch of bullshit. Right? I mean, stupid. But again, he has not been involved no, in anything. But this is after I heard him. He also did. I saw this other thing where he was. Um, he refused to get the the, the COVID um, vaccine. Right. He's an right, anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Right. Um, and he talked about how he turned down a, a big, huge film uh, because he wouldn't get the. And he told him like, "Go fuck themselves." Right. He's like, "Yeah, no, I'm not getting your fucking shot. Go fuck yourselves." Right. And then he gets. Then he fucking complains. Like then he's like, like all like gatekeepers don't wise. Yeah, because you didn't fucking, you didn't want to fucking play the game. Like everybody, you didn't want uh. like. Just because your son played the game, don't get pissed, bro. Yeah. Just because your son decided to get the shot and, and is doing and is doing fucking films and like doing cocaine bear and shit, don't if, get sad that they don't want you anymore. Right. Because if, <laughs> if, if if he was truly being blackballed, he wouldn't just be the only person that's being blackballed. Yeah. Well, think of think of Scott well, Bayo. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, like, has California at, really been the same since Scott Bayo left? What uh, what's uh, uh, last uh, Bootsy um, guy? He has a show on um, Amazon right now. Um, I am a Virgo. He did the oh yeah uh, uh, Mike Epps. No 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 Mike Epps is in there. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, Boots. Uh, it's not Bootsy Collins. Oh Bootsy. Um, I can't think you of know, his name. Yeah, I know you're talking he, about. And he did the the thank you thank you for yeah yeah, call, yeah. yeah. He's a I know I know exactly what you're talking about. He's like Oakland. He's like an Oakland. He's from Oakland. Yeah, yeah. But his he's he is fucking. What's that? He's he's a rapper. He's a mutant. My mutant mind. But he's fucking. I, he, talk about people getting blackballed and shit like that, and like gatekeepers and shit like that. This guy's fucking doing it. Like Boots like, Riley, that's Boots it. Riley, that's yeah. it. Boots Riley, he's fucking doing it. Like talk about gatekeeping. Like no, because you know what? The people that are fucking authentic and are for real, they're doing fine. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> again, fuck Ice, I, again, fuck Ice Cube, man. 
And and as we've pointed out before, I am so fucking tired of these people because they don't know how anything actually works. Like, don't sit on the sidelines and you know because you're you, because you're loud and boisterous, think that you're you're leading something. You're not leading anything if you're not showing people a way to do anything. There, you, there's nothing that he's done to, that I've seen. It's entirely possible that I missed it, but there's nothing that he's done that I've seen to that. And he's been a hip hop star since he was like 17 years yes. fucking old. 30 like, plus years. Yeah, he's never had to fucking work a real job in a day. And it's like, I'm not saying that being a hip hop guy, those first years might have been fucking rough. Maybe, but maybe he's mad because he oh, he never got invited to any of the Obama parties. <laughs> I'm as mad as hell. Maybe he's I'm upset. Maybe he's upset that he didn't stay friends with Dre and didn't get part of like those billions. <laughs> I don't know. It's not like he left NWA and became like a conscious rapper. He didn't. Yeah, yeah no. Nothing like he just became a uh, West Coast rapper on West the East Coast. Coast. Rapper on the East Coast. <laughs> That's it. That's what he did. <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm like, uh, show me something that he did that shows that he's done anything for us besides make movies and make music. And like none of the shit that he's done has had any kind of message. Not until Trump was in office that he ever tried to do any fucking shit yeah. at all. Like. At all. And then Trump got in office, and then he was like, oh, I got a plan for you, and everybody else had already... So this is the deal, and, so the, and this is the other part of that is, motherfuckers that do work regularly, all the shit that he put in there, they're like, oh, we've already done this shit, or we already have some of this stuff going. Right. You know, like, you didn't give us a plan. Like, you didn't invent something. We were already doing this shit. We do this shit on a daily basis in our communities across the country. Don't be sad, dope. Don't be sad that your son... Is cooler than you now. You know, it just it sucks. I mean, it just you have to get you get old. You know, the next generation's coming up. <laughs> Don't be sad that your son's more relevant than you are. Yeah. You know, I mean. <laughs> Don't be sad that you can go on TV and see your son in a movie uh, and other shows and stuff like that right now. They're, yeah. like, playing, like, you know, on Peacock. <laughs> but again, ask the question, show me something that he's done that's done something for the community. No, I, I, I totally get it. He's that. just old man mad. I, I he's just a, old man I mean, mad. I mean, if you could, <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess if you want to say that, was it the the three, the, the basketball league, it does something for old basketball players. Sure. Because they're the ones who really need it. Yeah. But, you know, that's it. <laughs> I, I have a question for, for everybody. Let's hear it. What the fuck mm. is Guy Fieri doing with Donald Trump? I've seen nothing but a bunch of shit with Guy Fieri and Donald Trump being posted on social media the past couple of yeah, days. Yeah, I saw somebody say something, rest in peace, Guy Fieri. Like, <laughs> well, I, <laughs> like, I, I, I think I'm they mean that metaphorically. To... <laughs> yeah, um, I guess I was saying, no, yeah. But yeah, they definitely meant it metaphorically. But they just said they're going to go have a triple D. <laughs> they're not talking, of, like, the, they're talking about dicks. The Lincoln like, Project tweeted a photo of Guy Fieri talking to Trump. It looks like at a UFC fight. It looks like it was taken to the UFC fight. And the, the the caption is, "What are they talking about?" It may be because uh, all those UFC fighters love Trump, and they, you know, I, I can believe that from people that get people that get hit in the head for a living for a love living. Trump, yeah. love Trump, yeah. <laughs> people people who get kicked in the head love Trump. What? Yes. Oh boy, that's strange, yeah. right? It's really odd. Uh, 
Maybe he's talking to him about donkey sauce. <laughs> and it's it's <laughs> now Guy Fieri for for all of his faults and foibles is somebody who does give back to the community. He shows up when there's big evacuation fires around Northern California and brings food. Yeah, it actually does shit to help people. Um, so I am as much of a, as much of a clown as he dresses and does his hair like. Um, I don't want to shit on Guy Fieri. No, yeah, I never... Just because he happened to be at the same place as Trump. Now, this UFC fight, I think, was like six or eight weeks ago. No, it was one this weekend. Oh, was there? And okay. he was at the one this weekend. Gotcha. Yeah. That's the only place Trump goes now is his rallies in UFC fights. Yeah. Well, one, oh, and, half and, of and, one. And, and to get arrested. Yeah, because somebody that I uh, follow, or that I used to follow, at was, that was a UFC fighter. That's a UFC fighter. She posted a picture with him talking about the greatest president since George Washington. Oh, boy. And I was like, unfollow. Listen, uh, if you don't follow Patriot Takes, the, o- <laughs> the amount of ridiculous fan fiction art of Trump that's going around right now is just insane. Like, there's him in leading troops into battle as an infantry soldier. Motherfucker got... Bone spurs. Bone spur deferments from, from Vietnam. He had a chance to be out on the battlefield. That right. dude hasn't fought anybody since he was 12 years old, and that was because he was bigger than that person. Um, there, there was one, like, I think it was Carrie Lake originally tweeted it. It's it's Trump, but it's not Trump. It's just Trump's head. Um, and, a, and, a, and a well-done version of it. So it's been smoothed out. On this muscular, buff body... With with a speedo that says Trump on the waistband. <laughs> oh my god! I can't wait till she goes to jail too. Oh my god! <laughs> I she, thought her husband posted she, it. She is apparently, <laughs> she is apparently been at Mar-a-Lago so much that oh. Trump is tired of her. Oh yeah. She pretty much been camping like, out there. Like where where? Okay, it costs money to go there. You see that ain't paying. that ain't free. Where is this money coming from? It's the grift, man. It's all the grift. Everything is the grift. So, oh, and then the the, 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 the Ramaswamy, Ramaswamy, not so, to be confused with with the king's owner Vivek Ranadive. So, uh, this motherfucker set up a pyramid scheme to, to finance his next um, camp, uh, finance his campaign. Sure. So, all the people that. He's 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 pledged to give ten percent back to everybody that raises money for. Him. <laughs> Does he even realize what like he's done when? He's... Look, he's came out with a brilliant business plan. Brilliant, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is great. This is like, no, this is a pyramid scam. It, yeah. it is, it is, and probably against federal election. Probably law. against election law. I don't one hundred percent. I mean, I don't know. To tell people that if they give you money, you're going to give them 10% of all the money you get back. And I just want to say this about this dude. And this is the last thing I'm going to say about him. Okay. Today. <laughs> so, he made money in pharmaceuticals. Okay, cool. But the, and it's the same as with Trump, the fucking gall, the, uh, that you think that you could run the country. Right. Oh, there's nothing to it. That you that you, you haven't... He was on the Breakfast Club. He hasn't done 
he knows nothing about the government. He has served no time in the government. Right. At all. Well, and neither did Trump. Right. And we saw how that ended up. We did. Yes. He's and, the greatest president ever, according to... Well, <laughs> well Bridget Gabriel, <laughs> um, who you may see on Twitter occasionally, posted a one of those uh, fan fiction art pieces. President Trump reminds me of Superman, and it's Trump's head on Superman's body. Oh, there's one of him on uh, on Batman's body yeah. too. Oh yeah, but the egotism to think that you could just walk in and run the country, and you you have no clue how any of the shit works, is fucking ridiculous. Look, that dude needs to be committed, right? Yes, it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's nutty out there. Yes, it re- <laughs> it really is. Oh, I didn't get to hardly anything that I'd planned to talk about, and that's totally fine. Because uh, because we had fun. Were we having fun? We're having the next fun. thing you know, you're gonna have him on Arnold Schwarzenegger's body from Conan with a sword. <laughs> oh my it god! It probably exists, it, it, man. It probably Arnold exists. Schwarzenegger will not go for that. No, no, no. 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 Uh, they might put him. <laughs> look, they might put him on a rock and not even change the color of the skin. <laughs> Oh man! Oh my goodness! Let me just do a quick search for Donald Trump memes. Um, no, see these are these are all <laughs> these are all unkind ones. That's 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 not, here's here's there's one of him his face superimposed on a peach, uh, which which does not which does not sort of fall into that category of what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I'm just trying to find someone needs to have these all in one place. Uh oh boy. Uh here's a here's a fan fan fiction Instagram one. Um uh Bob Seska, who does podcasts, he's off this week. Um he said, please don't anybody tell Trump that that dance movie does where he's doing this with his hands. Looks like he's jerking off two invisible dudes. <laughs> Do not tell him. <laughs> Because he might stop doing it, and it's the most hilarious thing. Oh, I've been loving it since the first Especially time. when he comes out to YMCA, jerking off to Invisible Dudes. He loves the jerking off dick moves. Invisible d- Jerking off Invisible Dudes. He does, them, he does them up like this sometimes, too, like they're in front of him like this. Well, sure. Well, yeah, guys move around. <laughs> when he, yeah, when he has it up at, at face level, that's really the best one. That's the best one. That's... That's that's totally the best one. Oh boy, um, I don't know. Uh, that's a more, Splatoon. More more <laughs> indictments this week. I don't know. I don't Who knows? Who knows? knows? Supposedly the ones in Atlanta will be coming in in August. Great. There have been none in New Jersey yet. Yet. There have been none in D.C. yet. I don't believe. Arizona. Not yet. So far, we have New York, and we have Florida. Oh no, there was one in DC. There okay. was there, there were some document stuff from DC. So good. good I apologize good. for that. That's okay. Uh, don't, but, don't. But there's no document stuff from New Jersey yet. Soon. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's it's it'll be interesting to see uh, the one where it's on where he's on tape uh, admitting that he has classified documents that he didn't declassify that he shouldn't show people. But then he's showing people. Right, and he's showing people. Um, and then somebody's like, and you probably shouldn't be showing say, us that. Somebody yeah, <laughs> the pick says. These, these are the war plans to attack Iran. I'm like, what? 
Yeah, I probably shouldn't be showing you this. Yeah, you probably shouldn't be showing. The fact that somebody fucking said that and you hear them say it on the tape. Yep. Like, just should have, like, the fuck, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, open shut. In jail. Go. Man. Oh, it should be. It should be. You know, uh, honestly, if it were anybody else. Dude, I'm, t- look, as somebody who was in. The military. The military. And who had friends that had top secret security. There was a, look, I was in the military. I worked on base in a building that there was a room upstairs that I couldn't even go into. Right. And the people that were in that room couldn't let, only could only let certain people in that room. And I know that the stuff that they had wasn't as sensitive as what he showed those people. Right. And their asses would have been in Leavenworth yesterday. Last week. Last week. Yes. And people probably wouldn't even have known. No, and <laughs> and not, even, not even have known. It, would, <laughs> no, it wouldn't even <laughs> be a secret. <laughs> and and the worst part is they didn't even take his passport. No. Not only did they not require uh, bail. release just hoping he fucking leaves and never comes back. No passport. No. <laughs> people yeah. in other countries were asking Joe Biden, why come this motherfucker has, isn't in jail? And then Joe Biden just like, hey, I'm just going to wear some shoes without socks on. Well, I saw a very, very interesting, <laughs> saw a very interesting thing on TikTok uh, from an account I follow. Uh, it's called America is the Bad Place. Uh, and uh, it's this British guy who basically points out that America is the bad place, just like in The Good Place, the hey. TV show. Um, and he's he's doing this little skit about it's a British intelligence agent who's found this information that uh, this terror cell is going to attack the United States. We should tell we should tell the president immediately. And the the government, British government official who he's also playing said, "No, we can't do that." And he's like, "Well, why not? We always do that." And he goes, "Well," he, and he goes, "We we trust the president of the United States now." He goes, "Yes, but." Trump is running again, and in two and a half years, he could be president again. And if they have this information, it's going to put our agents at risk. It's going to put our intelligence at risk. So, no, we can't share it. Yeah. There are so many dominoes down the line that put our country at risk because of the bullshit that he did, and you've got these people out there saying, "Well, he has every right to keep those we documents." We don't have um, at, was it a, a? We don't have a person to take over the Marines right now because Tommy Tuberville. By the way, why the fuck is he now Tommy Tuberville? Yes, motherfucker was a football coach forever. His name was Tuberville. We, it was Tommy fucking Tuberville, we, and now suddenly he's in the Senate because Alabama is stupid. Yup, and and now it's Tuberville. We don't have a commandant to take over the Marines right now because of this idiot. Because he, he will not confirm, right? he will not approve anybody. Yeah. And 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 the Democrats that chair the committee would not hold a vote when he was out of town. Because that wouldn't be right. We don't do things that way. Fuck you, we do. We should. We need to look. Look. We're talking about a national security issue. issue. Yeah, exactly. So you don't fucking pussyfoot around and go, oh, well, Tommy Tuberville is, nope. I'm sorry, Tuberville. Is it? Is it fucking Bedminster? Jerking off Donald Trump. Right? Yes. No, so, we, so, we can't fuck around with this. 
right? He has, I mean, he has every right under the rules of Congress to hold shit up when he's there. He, hey, you should have stayed your ass here. Right. They, they should have put it through. They didn't put it through. And, and as the next president, the president of the United States in 2024, Gavin Newsom said, <laughs> or is it 2028? It's not going to be 24. It's 28. Yeah, Biden's yeah. running again. 2028. Democrats need to go on the attack. Absolutely. And they need to start pointing out this bullshit and stop, get off their fucking heels and not, and like, oh, I don't want to, like, no, you need to start, you need to get off your heels and start telling the truth. There is a new generation of of Democratic politicians. Pete Buttigieg did it. Um, Swalwell's not afraid to do it. Uh, and Gavin Newsom just went on Hannity. Yes. And he learned from the time he went on the Adam Carolla show and tried to just... Have a good show. Have have, just, just talk platitudes about this and this. And when he was confronted with something that is sort of a talking point, be like, well, how come this? How come this? He didn't have the response for it. He was not prepared. And full credit, Corolla plowed him into the ground for months because he came in unprepared for that. He said he couldn't yeah. answer my question. A simple question. If it's so if it's so hard for this community, how come this community is doing so well? And it's a right-wing talking point. Yep. There's reasons for it. He wasn't prepared to answer it with detailed stuff and really break it down. If you saw clips of him on Hannity's show, Hannity would throw something out there. He'd be like, okay, let's deal with those things one at a time. And Hannity would try <laughs> to keep pushing through. And I'm like, no, let's talk about it. Yep. Let's said, have a conversation. Yeah, you said I, I could say he goes, what, what I want to Answer my question. I go, I'm answering your questions. We're going to take the time to go through these questions and answer them. And for the people watching Fox News, they don't get to see that that often. Yep. So when Buttigieg goes on and when Gavin Newsom went on, now granted, Fox has lost a lot of viewers since they fired Tucker Carlson. Yeah. You know who else has lost a lot of viewers since they fired Tucker Carlson? Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Carlson. <laughs> because his Twitter show is in a free fall in terms of how many people are watching his five-minute shows. <laughs> now, Fox may actually sue him for these. Yeah. I hope so. I, I really kind of do, too. Yeah. But I think they're they're smarting and they don't want to deal with it. But, uh, and, and don't, don't get me wrong, Fox News is still a festering pile of bullshit. But CNN's getting there, too. Well, <laughs> well they, they at least fired the dumbass that was running it. Oh really? That guy got fired? Yeah, he got. Yes, Chris Lake got fired. He got uh, fired. Oh, good. Yeah, there was there was a lot of stupid reasons why he got fired, and and they're all they're all him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah. But uh, it's still owned by the dude who put Chris Licht in place yeah. to do that. Yeah. S- don't forget, CBS hired Mick Mulvaney. Yeah. Because they wanted to make sure that they were positioned to get Republican Congress people and Republicans to come on their news shows if Republicans were in charge again. They were so desperately afraid that Republicans wouldn't go on network news that they essentially hired mainstream media. Yeah. For the last 12, maybe 16 years, the Republicans have been boycotting you. 
none of them would go on for a serious interview except for like maybe five people. It's not going to change. Well, and they're not serious people. They're not serious people. So, so there's stop. That, right. They're play, so stop, st- stop falling for them playing hard to get. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> they're, they're not worth the get. Not worth the get. I will say one more thing about mainstream media before we wrap up the show. And I have to say this. And it goes back to threads. Your clever wordplay about threading eyebrows. And this goes out to every news producer everywhere across the country and other news folks who think clever wordplay about threads and threading and sewing. It's not clever. It's not funny. It's not innovative. And it's not interesting. It is, however, an indication of why your audience continues to shrink. Yes. Because you put out bullshit and nonsense like that that amuses you. Ha <laughs> ha, look at me. Uh, and everybody just goes, fuck is this? Yep. Fuck's sake. And it shrinks and shrinks. And the public knowledge gets smaller and smaller because they're not watching news anymore. Yep. You're doing it to yourselves. Fucking stop it. Yes. Stop it. Stop trying to be clever. Stop trying to be clever. Walter Cron- Cronkite and there was never clever. He never tried to be clever. He did not. That's uh, the way it is. Brian Williams tried to be clever. Look what happened to him. Yes. Oh. <laughs> He's threadbare naked Matt, now. <laughs> Matt, Matt Lauer tried to be clever. Walter Cronkite <laughs> was just, that's the way it is. Uh, yeah. And, and I mean, I'm just saying. Fuck you, San Diego. You're, you're, <laughs> I'm just saying your shtick is not, it's just, ugh. Is it threatening? Ugh. <laughs> Is it threatening your good judgment? You know, and then look, and I rewatched um, what's it, Vice again? Oh, the uh, the, the Dick, uh, Dick, Dick Cheney, Cheney movie, movie yes. with with Christian Bale. Yes, and before we go, I got to say it one more time, and I'm going to keep saying it. Fuck Runaway Reagan. Yeah, yeah. As time goes by, it's uh, proving more and more that he uh, he, he caused is, he caused a lot of problems. He is responsible for everything that is wrong with this country right now. If, and I'm going to say responsible for or exacerbated it. He made a lot of this shit Exacerbated possible. it. I, I will, I will also Christian say. Coalition, right? That kind of. We watched the Rock Hudson documentary this weekend. It was so much more than just that, dude. Yeah. The Rock Hudson documentary. Now, the Reagan administration's response to AIDS was to ignore it. Ignore yeah. it. For years, as thousands upon thousands of gay men died. It's the gay plague. Nobody cares. We'll just ignore it. Rock Hudson was close friends with, with Nancy, Nancy Reagan. Reagan. Yeah. And his publicist reached out personally saying, "Hey, we need some help with something." And it wouldn't even it wouldn't even have gotten out. It was just, "Hey, we need some help with something here." And the answer was no. Yeah. The answer was no. And Rock Hudson died in 1985. I mean, it they called it grids. I mean, that's like that was the the gay related. Well, <laughs> I mean, was, that was the population that was most affected. Im- most yeah. affected by it. Um, but it wasn't until Magic Johnson was was uh, tested positive for HIV that 
average everyday America went, oh, holy shit. Yeah. Well, first, they, first they went, oh, magic's a pole smoker. Yeah. Was 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 the first thing that came over as about and was like, no. Well, no, I think no, there was there was a number no, that wasn't magic. I think yeah. there was a, there was a culmination of a couple of things. I, I mean, like there's also Ryan White that happened at the same time, which I was the little boy, that, the white boy. Yeah, they got AIDS um, or From HIV, me. and yeah. then had, couldn't go to school, and it became a whole big that like, a whole right. big deal. That so that that was it. Became evident that it wasn't just something that was happening to gay it, men because yeah. they were doing something that was a sin against God. Right. Yeah. And then magic. I mean, and then there's somebody else. I think that was that got well. Freddie Mercury. Died. Freddie Mercury. Oh, no, who was uh, Easy E? Well, no, that was Easy E. Got, Easy it. got it. Yeah, as well. that was like it was like all of a sudden it was like people were popping that were not gay. <laughs> but like, oh, Magic wait. Johnson was somebody that oh, everybody yeah. across America knew, knew, and everybody across America who wasn't a Celtics fan liked. Yeah, he was on the Dream Team, baby. Yeah, so. That was the point at which went, oh, the amount of money that was raised to fight HIV and AIDS from the time Magic Johnson got it to now is crazy. Yeah. And they could not get any funding for it in the 80s because of Ronald Reagan. Opioid crisis. Sacklers. Sacklers. You can trace that back to uh, changes he made in the way doctors and – them being able to advertise medicines. Yeah. The the fun part of the show is over, everybody. Yeah, hey, everybody. Over. hey, we're just we're just <laughs> yeah. bullshitting now, everyone. Yeah, this is just what we just sit around <laughs> talking about yeah, and get depressed I, about. I, I watched The Greatest Crime in History this weekend, which is a documentary about the opioid crisis and the Sacklers and that yeah. whole shit. So uh, just... Well, I watched A League of Their Own this weekend for the first time. I'm, so. I'm going to watch that. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I'm going to okay, watch it. Okay, good. I feel better now because my wife's like, you haven't seen A League of Their Own? I go, no. It At the time it came out, I, did, it, I wasn't. You weren't the. I, I did. Oh, you're talking about the movie. Yeah. You haven't watched the movie? Well, I just did this weekend. Oh, okay. No, I was talking about the new series, not the movie. I was the new the series movie. any good? I, no, I'm going to said I was going to uh, watch the new series. I didn't know there was a new series. Um, no, I'd never seen the movie yeah. because it came out when going to the movies would have been too expensive. Got you. Um, and it just never sort of fell into something that I rented. At a certain point along, I'm like, eh, maybe I should. I didn't have anything like. I, there was no reason why I wasn't watching it or hadn't watched it. Yeah, I just hadn't watched it. Yeah, and uh, it it is that's the place where I think Tom. Hanks, yeah, went from being a guy who huh. stars in movies to a movie star. My wife disagrees because Big was a few years before. And I said, "Yeah, but look at it's yeah. like Big, and then it's like Joe versus the volcano and Bonfire of the Vanities." Which yeah, there's a little dip. There's a little dip. <laughs> which he's just doing this. Then he did League of Their Own. Then he did League of Their Own. Yeah. But after that, he did Philadelphia yeah. and Forrest Gump, and it was this. It was this run of where about he, yeah. five or six years where he did a ton of super popular movies, some comedies, some really weighty ones, some that were like Forrest Gump really works because it is a comedy at its heart, but it's got that drama to it. Yeah, he went from being the likable, com- the yeah. likable comedian guy, uh, comedian actor, comic actor to an actor. 
Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah, he went from that and, to and a, he was he was still thespian. he was still comedy actor yeah. in a league of their own. Yeah. Make no mistake, yeah. his yeah. his acting was like he was a few acting classes short of Philadelphia in that movie. Yeah. He was fine. He yeah. played the role just fine. Yeah, but I mean, as yeah. I'm watching it, I'm like, there's a lot of overacting going well, I mean, on there. It's it's a fucking Penny Marshall film though. Also, I mean, I'm not it, bad. it is. It's but a, when he was sharing the screen with Gina Davis, yeah. It was clear who the better actor was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he was sharing the screen with Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell, he was fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Gina Davis, man. Gina uh, Davis, back in the day, uh, and even even uh, even uh, Lori Petty, yeah. who was in that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like really good actors in that movie. Yeah. And Tom Hanks was. I'm guessing he watched them and watched what they did. And because it, his career really did take off from there yeah. and uh, hasn't hasn't sort of. Well, I guess oh, I think it was probably partially also like the uh, they say Penny, was it Penny? Gary it was Penny Marshall. But I think that also put him into that like stratosphere of working with those directors big. And then that <laughs> those two things put him into a group of directors and, you know, yeah, but it's not Spielberg. What's that? Yeah. It wasn't Spielberg yet. Well, no, not yet. But I mean, it got the. I mean, Philadelphia was really like the. That was it. Yeah. That was that was well that because there was no there was nothing funny about Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, no, come on. The part where he got the lesions and then died was a fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, <laughs> when, Ant when Antonio Banderas carried his cremated remains was fucking. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Joaquin Phoenix is Napoleon. Yeah, you. Have you oh, you need to watch. It. Apple Plus has the uh, the. The um the full trailer if you have Apple Plus like oh I do, I do I do I'll, I'll have to I'll have to look at that have you watched the Weird Al movie I see you have Roku have you watched the Weird Al yes. movie you did watch it oh yeah oh, yeah we watched hilarious. it months ago yeah it was great it, it was it was such a Weird Al thing and Daniel Radcliffe Radcliffe I thought did a really great job with that yeah. role yeah it's it's not great cinema but it's a fun watch it was. I mean, it was a. I mean, it was a funny comedy. I mean, it was like it was a fun watch. Is what I'm. I'm, I'm saying it's a fun watch. No, fuck you. <laughs> fuck this podcast. I'm fucking out. Fuck all y'all. Um, I just looked up. I just, just pumping that. Jason's trying to destroy stuff here in the yard. Um, so break some stuff. So as I go back through here and I go Tom Hanks actor, um, let's go. Let's go through some of the uh, stuff that he did. So. Uh, he was in he was in Splash. Yep. So he that was his first first movie uh, that would be of note. There's a and lot. It, of, there's TV stuff before that, and that was a big movie at the time. That was he was big, in Happy Days. He did an episode of Happy Days. Was he in yeah. Bosom Buddies? He, he, Bosom Buddies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's that's TV though. That yeah. was he was he did an episode of The Love Boat mm -hmm. in 1980. Yeah. Uh, he did an episode of Taxi. Um, but Splash was his first movie. Then Bachelor Party, um, classic. There were a few others. Uh, Money Pit was one that was. I watched that the other week. Mm -hmm. Dragnet. Uh huh. Got uh, he did Big. Yep. In 1988. See Dragnet. That was that was. I thought that was going to be the big one that he was going to do, and it was a fucking failure. It was a flop at the well, cinema. It was a, well, Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then he did Punchline, which he which was kind of his first dramatic sort of thing. And people and that got good reviews. That was uh, uh then he followed that up with the Burbs, Turner and Hooch, Joe versus the Volcano. 
the Bonfire of the Vanities. Turner and Bonfire of the Vanities was good. I mean, he had some big hits. That were, I mean, those are some them, some hits for when they were out. Right. Yeah. But here's where here's where it gets interesting. Um, he does an episode of Tales from the Crypt in 1992. Just <laughs> just to be clear, um, and then uh, A League of Their Own comes out. The following year, 93 is Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, there you go. And Philadelphia. 94, Forrest Gump, Apollo th- uh, is 94. 95 is Apollo 13. He voices Toy Story in 95. He does That Thing You Do in 96. Saving Private Ryan was 98. You've Got Mail was 98. Uh, the Green Mile, 1999. Castaway, 2000. Um, Road to Perdition, 2002. Catch Me If You Can, 2002. Um, then he did Lady Killers, which... Yeah, uh, I haven't seen Castaway. Um, I haven't either. Um, and then he, he does does some voice work with Polar Express, Cars. Then he does the Da Vinci Code, which again, boom, boom. up into up into that that level. Of course, he's doing the voice of Woody in the Toy Story movies as they come through. Um, uh, Captain Phillips in 2013. So he had he had runs in his career where he wasn't putting out a ton of movies. Yeah. Um. But Captain Phillips, Saving Mr. Banks, where he played Walt Disney, that was also 2013. God, that seems like it was just yesterday. Yeah, that doesn't seem like fucking 10 years ago. Um, Jesus Christ. He did. He played Sully in yeah. uh, in Sully. Um, <laughs> in Sully? Uh, and uh, then he played Fred Rogers. He's, he's played, uh, yeah. For, for me, we, we've sort of, he played Colonel Tom Parker. In uh, Elvis, the movie Elvis, yeah. Which did you guys see that? I didn't I see that. Started watching it. It's okay. It's on. It's on Max. Yeah, I wasn't gonna watch that shit. It's it's fine. The movie's fine. Colonel Tom Parker was Dutch, and for I, I could not take myself out of thinking that Tom Hanks was playing Goldmember. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Anyway, I'm funny. probably going to cut this part out of the podcast, and and uh, because we just rambled yeah, for yep, 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 twenty yep. minutes, maybe I'll leave it in. If you watched it live, you got it live. Um, but anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of the WTH podcast. Thank you for tuning in, whether you're watching live um, or whether you catch it later. Um, hopefully, we'll be back next week, and no emergency room visits for any of us between here and there. So uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. You dick.